Ephesians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16, from the J.B. Phillips translation says, and let's read together, for Christ is our living peace. He has made a unity of the conflicting elements of Jew and Gentile by breaking down the barrier which lay between us. By his sacrifice, he removed the hostility of the law with all its commandments and rules and made in himself out of the two, Jew and Gentile, one new man, thus producing peace. For he reconciled both to God by the sacrifice of one body on the cross and by this act made utterly irrelevant the antagonism between them. Come on, that's who we're talking about. King of kings and Lord of lords. The conflicting elements of Jew and Gentiles. Christ breaking down the barrier which lay between us. Barriers, crossing through every people group, placed down in every society. Barriers exist, having been forged strategically to separate people by race, religion, class, culture, and sex. Barriers. I read this week of an Anglican bishop named John Reed, who while establishing a high school in Australia, he drove the school bus. The bishop drove the school bus in establishing a high school in Australia, and the school bus carried both whites and aborigines. And Bishop Reed got very tired of all the squabbling and all of the bickering. So one day, far out into the country, he pulled the bus over to the side of the road. He got up and he walked down the bus to the white boys. And he said to the white boys, what color are you? And they said, white. He told them, no, you are green. Anyone who rides in my bus is green. Now, what color are you? The white boys replied, green. Then he went to the aborigines and he said, what color are you? And they said, black, no, you are green. Anyone who rides in my bus is green. All the aborigines answered that they were green. Then the situation seemed resolved until several kilometers down the road, he heard a boy in the back of the bus announce, all right, Light green on this side, dark green on that side. Barriers. <laughs> In Bible times, right up to the time of Christ, all the world 
was divided into two classes, Jews and Gentiles. Right up to the time of Christ, the entire world was divided into two classes, Jew and Gentile. The alienation and the walls of division between the Jew and the Gentile was unprecedented. We covered a little bit of this last week. Now, when I use the word wall, when I say the walls of division between the Jew and the Gentile nations was unprecedented, and I, this word wall, I'm not just speaking figuratively of an invisible barrier, but I'm speaking literally. Historians tell us that whenever Jews dwelt among the Gentiles, they would always endeavor to live someplace by themselves and to have a river or a wall between them and their heathen nations or heathen neighbors. This was the way of life between the Jew and the Gentile. Wherever they lived, the hostility between them was unprecedented. And wherever they sought to live, they would ensure that there was either a river or a wall, something between them, for they considered the Gentiles heathens. No mixture. To me, the most striking illustration in studying all this out is the literal wall the literal wall which restricted non-Jews to the court of the Gentiles in the temple area. In Herod's temple, there were several courts. And one of the courts was called the court of the Gentiles. The court of the Gentiles is where Jesus taught. The court of the Gentiles is where sacrificial animals were sold. And it's the place where Christ cleansed the temple, where Christ went and he drove out the merchants and the money changers. Now listen carefully. On the wall of the court of the Gentiles, there were no trespassing signs. This is the temple of God. But on the court, on the walls of the court of the Gentiles, there were no trespassing signs that were written in both Greek and Latin. Back in the 1800s, two of these signs were excavated, and they are now on display in museums, one in Israel and the other one in Istanbul. And here's a picture of one of those plaques, and here's what it says. This is the Greek display here, and here's what it says. Let no one of any... This is posted on the wall of the temple. Let no one of any other nation come within the fence and barrier around the holy place. Whoever is caught doing so will himself be responsible for the fact that his death will ensue. Barriers. Listen, though Israel and the Gentile nations 
were bitterly opposed to each other, there was one sense in which they were united. Though they were bitterly opposed to one another, there was one sense in which they were united. They were united in their hostility to God. And the cause of this hostility was sin. But Jesus came and changed the entire narrative. That, But Jesus came <laughs> and changed the entire narrative. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13 says, but now, come on everybody, say it with me, but now, again, in Christ Jesus, you who were Formerly, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on, can we celebrate that blood today? Those who were so far off, barricaded. Jesus came and by his death on the cross, oh, he removed the enmity and, the, and, and that hostility by removing the cause. Hallelujah. And those who receive him are made righteous and being forgiven and redeemed and pardoned and delivered from the power of sin. Set free. The enmity is gone and now they have peace with God. And the Lord Jesus unites believing Jews and believing Gentiles into one body called the church. And presents this body to God with all trace of antagonism gone and, and, and we're free from it in Jesus' name. And church, this is the answer to alienation. This is the answer to racism. This is the answer to prejudice. This is the answer to hatred. This is the answer to estrangement. This is the answer. Today I want to conclude a series we began a few weeks ago. I want to conclude breaking through barriers. Breaking through barriers. God is setting his people free. I don't know what has barricaded you, but I truly believe God is setting people free and we are breaking through those barriers. Today, many Christians have barriers. It's amazing to me. After all of the finished work of the cross, the finished work that Jesus did for us in bringing, driving out that hostility and taking care of the cause of it, which is sin, rising triumphant over death, hell, and the grave. Yet even today, many Christians have barriers in their lives that keep them from experiencing fulfillment and satisfaction, peace, strength, and the multiplied blessings of God. Now, I want you to listen carefully to me. Please, from Calvary onward, if any barriers arise between God and man, they are always on man's side, not God's. From Calvary onward, if there are any barriers which arise between God and man, they are always on man's side not God's, because at the death and resurrection of Jesus, all barriers went down on God's side. The veil of the temple was rent 
from the top to the bottom. Giving access to us who believe. Come on. At the death and resurrection of Jesus, all barriers went down on God's side. So if there is any kind of spiritual barrier blocking your spiritual progress, something that's holding you back, frustrating you, pinning you down, keeping you from the joy, the peace, the satisfaction or fulfillment that you ought to and long to have, then the barrier is on your side and not on God's. But we are believing that we're breaking through those things in Jesus' name. What must we do to break through those barriers? Well, I want to briefly consider the third and final truth with you to break through one of the all-time biggest barriers that most of us have faced or face. Matthew chapter 17 and verse 20 says, Jesus said, I tell you the truth. If your faith is as big as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. You can say to this mountain, this barrier, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move. All things will be possible for you. There's two words in the midst of this, right at the heart of this scripture that I want you to take note of. And they're the words, you can. Tell two or three people around you, you can. I'm going to consider the opposite of those words for a few moments because it's the opposite of those words, which is one of the biggest barriers that we always face or have faced or face, and it's the words, what? I can't. The barrier of I can't. I can't get ahead in life because I don't have what it takes. I can't get ahead in life because I don't have what it takes. I can't break out of this destructive relationship. It's the best I can hope for. I can't go back to school. I'm too old. What seemingly impossible situations have caused you to say, I can't? What seemingly impossible situations have caused you to say, I can't? The barrier of, I can't. Jesus said, if your faith is as big as a mustard seed, mustard seed, you can, 
<laughs> Say to this mountain, move from here to there. And it will move. All things will be possible for you. What seemingly impossible situations have caused you to say, I can't? Church, I believe it is possible to reach that place of confidence, as Paul said in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13, I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. I'm believing God is going to change the narrative today in your life from I can't to I can. I believe that you're going to break through the barrier of I can't in the name of Jesus to I can. I can do all things. I can do everything through Christ who strengthens me. Not through my strength, not through my giftings, not through my abilities. Those are so lacking, but through Christ. Come on, through the finished work of the cross, through the power of the resurrection, and the power of the Holy Spirit that's filled us, we can do everything through Christ. If your faith is as big as a mustard seed, and here's the truth that I want to present to you, breaking through the barrier, how can we break through the barrier of I can't? Number three, have faith in God. Now, if you were expecting some major, like, unheard of revelation, <laughs> have faith in God. Faith as big as a mustard seed. Come on, that's reachable, everybody. That's possible. I want to encourage you for just a moment. By reminding you that almost everyone in the Bible who was used by God, they first responded with the words, I can't. Mm. Come on, there's hope for every one of us. There is hope for every one of us. Practically everybody in the Bible whom God used, they first responded with the words, I can't. And I don't want you to try to write this down. I want you to just listen. I want you to just let me preach this thing. All right? Everyone who was used by God, practically everyone who was used by God, first responded with the words, I can't. They all had to break through that barrier in their minds and place their faith in God who was calling them, who was putting his hand upon them in the midst of all of their inadequacies, in the midst of all of their lack, not having the resources, not having the experience, limited just like you and me, In the midst of all of this, they had to break through the barrier in their mind and place their faith 
in God who knows the end from the beginning, in God who knows more, in God who is able to make a way where there seems to be no way. I don't know what barrier you're dealing with that has, or what impossible, seemingly impossible situation that has caused you to say, I can't. But if you'll just listen for the next few moments and if you'll let the Spirit of God drop this word into your heart, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God, I want to decree over your life, you are not forgotten by God. God knows right where you are. He knows every situation. He knows what's going on. He knows what he got when he got you. With all your flaws, with all your limitations, he knew what he got. When he got you and he said, I'm going to make out of you something so incredible, something so powerful, something so amazing. And I will receive all the glory because in your present state, you can't, you can't. In your own natural giftings and ability, you can't, but I can through you. Mm. So every one in the scriptures, they had barriers they had to break through and come to that place of putting their faith in Christ, who was in God, who was calling them, whose hand was coming upon them for something supernatural, for something eternal. Moses. Now I want you to just listen. Moses had to break through the barrier of not being able to speak well. I can't. I can't speak, God. Use somebody. Here comes Aaron. Use him. Moses had to break through the barrier of not being able to speak well. Jeremiah had to break through the barrier of thinking he was too young. Abraham had to break through the barrier of thinking he was too old. Sarah had to break through the barrier of thinking it was impossible for her to have a child. Peter had to break through the barrier of thinking he was unqualified for ministry because he denied Christ three times. Gideon had to break through the barrier of low self-esteem and thinking he was too weak and his family was too poor. Deborah had to break through the barrier of thinking she could not be used by God because she was a woman. Esther had to break through the barrier of her race. The woman at the well had to break through the barrier of defeat due to multiplied failed marriages. Thomas had to break through the barrier of doubt. Joseph had to break through the barrier of his family rejecting him, the barrier of false accusation and the barrier of false imprisonment. But all of these proved that there is a great power in even a little faith. In even a little faith when God is with us. When it is God who lifts us up in the midst of our blockades and barricades and walls that we seemingly can't penetrate again. When God puts his hand on us and God lifts us off the dunghill and sets us among princes, then to God be the glory. If we feel weak or powerless as Christians, we should examine our faith. 
if you feel weak and powerless today, as a Christian, you should examine your faith, making sure that you're trusting, not in your own abilities to produce results, but in God's abilities, in God's power. If you feel weak today, if you feel powerless today, as a Christian, examine your faith, making sure you're not trusting in your own abilities, but in God alone, in Christ alone, in Christ alone, I place my trust. In Christ alone, I put my faith. If you have faith today, as big as a mustard seed, you can. Come on, if you have faith as big as a mustard seed today, you can. You can. You can do everything through Christ who strengthens you. You can run through a troop and leap over a wall. If we are facing problems that seem as big and immovable as mountains, we must turn our eyes from the mountain and look to Christ, the master of breakthroughs. If we're facing challenges, problems that seem immovable, big as mountains, barriers as big as mountains, we must turn our eyes. Come on, let's turn our eyes from the mountain. And let's look to Jesus Christ. It's so amazing how many mountain gazers we have in the church. <laughs> Turn your eyes from the mountain and look unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of our Father on high, whoever lives to make intercession for us. According to the will of God, according to the plan and the purposes of God, for those purposes shall prevail in our lives. And though a host should rise against me, I will not fear. Though barrier after barrier rises against me, I will not fear. Barriers are coming down today. Come on. Inferiority. Barriers of inferiority are coming down today. Intimidation or that has barricaded you. Come on. God's hand is upon you. Come on. The fear of failure. That barrier that has kept you back. Come on. You're rising up today in faith, man and woman of God. God has strategically placed you. God has a plan and a purpose supernatural for your life. No matter what you face in your marriage, come on, your barrier of failure, defeat, is being broken off of you today in the name of Jesus. God by His power, God by His strength, it's in Christ alone. It's in Christ alone. We put our hope and our confidence and our trust in You. You are in control, God. You are faithful to us, Father.
And you have a plan that will prevail. Many are the plans in the heart of a man. But the purpose of the Lord will prevail. And Father, we thank you and we praise you today that our faith looks up to you. Our faith looks up to you. Able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can think or ask. According to the power that is at work in us. I command every barrier that's hindering us. Every financial barrier in the name of Jesus. Every force of darkness that is keeping us pinned down. Every lie of the enemy that's holding us back. Every force of the devil that is seeking to keep us from the fullness and from that satisfaction and that place of peace. I call for peace to come today in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, we thank you that the barriers are broken today and we're rising up as the people of God called and chosen in the name of Jesus Christ. Every accusation is brought down in the name of the Lord and we're rising up in faith today knowing that he who has called us is faithful who also will do it. And we give you the glory. We give you the honor in Jesus' name. We shout for joy. We rejoice today. We give you praise today. faithful in the name of the Lord I dedicate this message today to the late Pastor Jeffrey Mina I determined in the midst of my heart brokenness to come and preach my heart out today as I would do if he was still sitting right there as he's done year after year after year and I dedicate it to a man who walked and lived so beautifully a life of faith and looking to the Lord continually lived a life that was so powerful and so amazing and I'm grateful to God that I could preach today and have his family right here and minister to them that God of all comfort is with you he is still in control and his plans still prevail and we as the church family surround you today. We'll continue to see you made strong and continue in strength. For we love you and we bless you and we honor you today. Could we give Jesus praise and glory? Come on, could we give him praise and glory? Faithful, faithful. Everybody, let's have a breakthrough week, shall we? Let's go out and have a barrier-smashing week. God bless you, everyone. Have an incredible week.